Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday Morning MB Pro Call. Today is February 10th, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to this via recording. Um, thank you very much for being here. Really do appreciate it. Um, I'm going to start the call off the way here in a second, the way I I uh, almost I do just about every week, just the way we do just about every week. Um, and here in a moment. But first off, I wanted to, Maria, I started to say this before we started recording, but I wanted to, and I, I would do this for everybody, but I don't know everybody's. I just happen to know, know Maria's, and today happens to be the your, your two-year anniversary, I believe, two years since you delved into the world of water treatment. So I wanted to just congratulate you personally and, and say that. So um, you are, you're amazing. And, 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 an absolute uh, phenomenal addition to this industry. So we are glad to have you. So happy Thank anniversary. You. Um, and uh, so now I want to I wanted to um, start the call off the way I do just about every week, which is by asking, is there anybody in, anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? Anything that happened that is worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country, or Anything we can help you with? Any questions that you might have or uh, anything we can help with? Kelly? Yes? <laughs> so I do, and actually this is a, a call to um, see if anybody knows of any experts out there that could come on and um, chat with us. Oh. I am looking for we we need an expert. Um, I am looking for somebody that is uh, th that's familiar with like fish tanks, and mm. um, because I recently had somebody um, that came to me and asked me to test their water, and they had bought a TDS meter off of Amazon, which actually was working okay, a TDS meter and pH meter, but um, the problem is there, I guess the the problem they're having is the TDS in their fish tank is too high. And so we took raw water, we took the, um, and they have, they have large, like, 100-gallon fish tanks. So they can't do, like, a full swap out in their fish tanks or anything. But anyways, TDS was going from, I think it was at um, 380 on the raw side. It was 420 after the softener. Um, but then when it, when it was in the fish tank, it's jumping up to like 1700. And so I'm not familiar enough. They said that the chemicals that they use are all organic, um, very few chemicals that they even use. So I'm not familiar enough with like fish tanks to know. And I thought it would be a good, I thought it would be a really good topic, um, to talk about. Great. Fish tanks. Yeah. So if anybody yeah, so if knows. Other, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Jen. Sure. Yeah, if anybody knows of, of um, you know, maybe a fish, like we, we do have, it's called Moby Dicks, right around, right across the street from our office, but I don't know, I know they've been there for forever, but I don't know how, how much expertise they have when it comes to water. I'm sure they do, but I thought somebody else works with somebody. So that Moby Dicks, the problem with that is no matter how hard you try, I mean, you look and look and look, you can never find the place. Um, 
Sorry, it's a little, little. It has moby something dick. to do with the book. Okay, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I, did. <laughs> I didn't watch TV or read when I was a kid. <laughs> it's it's a white building, but you can't ever find it. I don't know. It's weird. Um, all right. Whatever, little dad jokes, dad dad library jokes. They are even worse. Um, Why are you laughing? No, I know. I I kill me. Thanks, thanks everybody. (laughs) Um, All right. So, what? uh, Thank you, Jen. You get me. You get me. Um, I'm laughing at you. Oh, whatever. It's it's what I'll take it. Anybody else have anything that is um, that I can make fun of, <laughs> or or uh, anybody else have any comments or, or thoughts or, or questions or you know in not only the I love I love that topic for a fish tank that would be really cool I don't think we've ever had a fish tank expert on our call we've had a lot yeah. of guest speakers so um, you know not only that one but I'll I'll take a moment just to say if you if you know of anybody any customers that have kind of an interesting water-related story. I love having them on. You know, those are the, some of the some of the most fun calls that where we, we get in and we talk about, you know, related industry stuff. Um, so that one would be interesting. But but any anybody else that you guys ever meet that you think would be a good guest, please invite them on. I think that would be super cool. So um, anyway, what else? Uh, uh, anybody else have anything before we jump into our topic today? All right, then. Uh, so, you know, sometimes our topics, the ideas come up because they, um, they've come up with one of our clients or, or uh, you know, we've been um, working with somebody where it's happening. And I, I just wanted to toss it out. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what, you know, about rescheduling appointments. Now, the world has changed. COVID has really changed the world a little bit. And in, in the way people are running appointments, you know, it used to be when I would interview or bring people into the industry a lot, I would, we'd, we'd talk about there having to be a lot of evenings, a lot of weekends, you know, um, because you went when people were home. Um, you know, people that were salespeople in particular that were only willing to run appointments during the day ran into a lot of one-leggers, you know, one-leggers being the sales term where only one decision maker is in the home. You know, and, and so you'd have people complain about all the appointments being one-leggers, but yet they would be unwilling to go when home, you know, when the homeowners would likely to be home, you know, evenings or, or Saturdays or whatever. So um, that's changed. A lot of people are working from home nowadays. You know, they, uh, they're, they're working remotely. Um, so there's not as many, I don't think in general, I mean, there's still certainly some there as the world opens back up and people are going back to work. There's still some of that. And I, I really do think that we should be willing to work when the, you know, when the customers are available, that's going to increase our, the opportunity to, to sell. Um, but uh, not, not that you have to have a one-legger or, or both homeowners there, but you do increase the odds. You know, it's, it, you eliminate some of the, well, let me talk to my husband or let me talk to my wife about it. And, um, you know, it eliminates that as as a area of concern or an obstacle that, that we have to uh, overcome. But uh, the, um, the, the one thing that I am noticing, though, that is, you know, I, I'm not sure how much it's changed in the COVID world is 
the risk of having to reschedule or you know redo appointments. Now we're not talking creative leads, leads that you have a lot more flexibility to do that with a creative lead, one that you generated or that's been a referral or you have some sort of in. I'm, I'm mostly referring to house leads. And I remember when I was regional manager, sales manager for the company that I worked with, we we would have salespeople that would take the house leads and they would all we'd we'd assign them, we'd put them in on the calendar and they would frequently reschedule. They would get rescheduled a lot. Um, and um, and so, you know, I, I had to, and, and, and you would notice that a lot of those leads would then cancel or they, they called a reschedule and they wouldn't return the calls. They wouldn't, you know, they, it, you'd lose them. So we never even had an opportunity to present because we were never able to get into the home. Um, you know, it, it can have an impact on, on closing ratios. So I, back then, I made a policy of, you know, for certain, um, sometimes you reschedule, sometimes things happen, right? They pop up, they're, they're there. The office schedules you something and, and, you know, there's, there's a conflict, you know, um, sometimes you have to, sometimes the customer reschedules, uh, you know, that I've seen happen a lot more in, in the COVID world because somebody's sick in the family or they're concerned or, or whatever. But, but anyway, in general, I wanted to just kind of talk about what you guys do. What are your company policies on rescheduling house leads? You know, what are, what have you found works or doesn't work? Um, you know, and what is a, a healthy, you know, if you've got 10 appointments in a month, house leads, um, you know, how, how, what is a, an expected number that gets rescheduled and what are you guys finding when you have to reschedule those? I'd like to, if we have time, talk a little bit about what, you know, what you're, what we're saying. If you are calling them and asking them to reschedule, how are you making that happen? You know, how are you, um, asking for that reschedule and what success rate do you have, um, when they reschedule? So I, I just wanted to kind of have a discussion about this and see, um, see what you guys thought about this topic and go. <laughs> so Stacy here. Hey, Stacey. Um, we're, we're really not supposed to be rescheduling them. Um, we're supposed to block out times we can't work on our calendar. That being said, there are times that the customer service reps in the office don't always really truly look at the calendar and, and double book me Yeah. or other reps. And the goal is to change them to the same, keep them on the same day. Um, my problem is more when people call in, they'll say, oh, she's available at this time. Will that work? And they'll say, yeah. And then it really doesn't work for them instead of asking, you know, what's best morning, afternoon, or evening. You know, and then trying to work with their schedule also because I get it's like I was confirming one um, the other day that had a one o'clock appointment, and she's like, "Yeah, can we do two fifteen? And I'm like, "No, sorry, I have a three o'clock on the other side of town." And um, it's like, "Oh, well, I can't do it today. Let's do it another day." Um, maybe she never could really do it at one, and all that stuff. 
but it's like I get more customers changing on me than I ever change on them. Yeah, so, and, you know, what comes to mind is when I call the doctor, mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting because, you know, if we really are going to emulate what other professionals do, right, um, uh -huh. we've talked a lot about that on the call, and I, and I call the doctor, and I, they tell me when the appointments are, I, I might be able to tell them what day I'm available, yeah. and then they go and they look and they tell me when the doctor's available that day, and I have to accommodate my schedule. So it is a little different with what we're doing, but they also won't, I mean, if they're, if they can't do it, the doctor's office says, no, well, they're, she's not available in the morning on that day. You know, and go ahead. Another time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, what is, what are the policies that you have, you know, does it, is it enforced in enforced? Does it get enforced? You know, if, if you have somebody, on your team, you know, what in general is the policy if you're able to share, you know, on, on what's the accountability for somebody that reschedules a lot? And, and let me let me just say, I agree wholeheartedly that the company in general should have the policy. This should be on the start with the, the territory manager or the salesperson's responsibility to make sure that the schedule is updated and the information is accurate at the office. Because if there, if you don't have, even if you have something personal or something, a conflict on your schedule and you don't have it marked off your schedule and they call and, and set an appointment, then at that point, from my view, it's your fault. That appointment needs to be, you don't change that appointment, you give it to somebody else. Because right. that's, that's the salesperson's responsibility and in, in my opinion to update their calendar and have it there now to address the issue that you have um you know where they're not looking at your calendar that's a different issue and yeah. you should not penalize for that and we have to you know we fix that one but it right. but you start with the salesperson but what is what is the the penalty or the accountability for you know for your team if you have somebody there that's rescheduling a lot of those appointments I don't know if they really, unless a person calls in and complains, it yeah. probably doesn't. It's not an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, um, go ahead. Just and I, like I was on an appointment yesterday and inspected check with a customer of mine. He said his son had called in and had an appointment scheduled and the rep, now it's my territory. So I don't know if it was got, got scheduled when I was off on COVID or what. But by the time it was supposed to be, I was I was back at work, so I don't know who got it because I can't find it. But yeah. the rep said, "Oh, we can just handle this all over the phone. I don't need to come out." <laughs> yeah, they ended up going with another that bothered to come out to visit them. Yeah. And the dad's a longtime customer of mine. Yeah. So, huh. Mike. So, but yeah, it's, it's like. It gets Go ahead. I, sorry, I think there's a little delay on my end, so I'm, I, it sounds like I'm like interrupting, and I, I, I'm then I hear you talking. So go ahead. So people don't want to feel like they're being disrespected. Yeah. So else, and that's what that was. So I'm apologizing to the dad. I'm upset because I lost a double because why I didn't get it in the first place I don't know, and I can't yeah. find it on any calendars or in the system. Mm -hmm. Let me just say that a lot, I, when I was in sales, mm -hmm. 
I, I rarely ever had an issue with scheduling, um, with scheduling conflicts because the vast majority of my sales were creative. So I am going to give a shout out to creative business here. Creative leads are a heck of a lot easier to organize. I mean, I was, I had my territory split into four zones, you know, so um, my Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday zones. Now, Saturdays were, I, Saturdays were for me to canvas what I called Saturday houses, which were houses that were just getting ready to be moved into. And a lot of times you catch people there on Saturdays, you know, that you haven't been able to catch otherwise. But I would also run a lot of appointments on Saturdays. Um, but then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I was in a different township or a different section of my territory. And I set appointments when I, on, and, you know, when I was in Handy Township, almost always the appointments I set were on a Tuesday. I never had a problem with it. I was in, I was, that's where I was on Tuesdays. It was in Handy Township and I could um, almost always set those appointments on Tuesday. Sometimes they would have the exceptions, you know, and Iosco Township was Wednesdays and, you know, Con Conway Township was, was Thursdays and I knew where I was going to be and I was able to schedule those appointments based on on that. But I they were creative leads. They were referrals and relationships that I'd had and things that I was doing. And, and it was, um, it worked out, you know, I was able to control my own schedule that way. When you're reliant on house leads, when you're getting a lot of house leads, that becomes a lot more difficult. And you do have to rely on the office to kind of control your schedule a little more. Um, which, but I still think that you guys should take control of your calendars and update that and have it on there and communicate with the office and have a good relationship with them and know, you know, and tell them when you are going to be in a certain area in your territory, you know, um, so that you're not spending a ton of time driving back and forth. Um, so I, I think that that's really, you know, really important to, to take control of the schedule, to really um, to, to communicate it and take control of it. Okay, so what are you guys saying? When you find that you're that you have to reschedule, how are you wording it? I'm I'm kind of curious. You know, what are you guys? How are you? Let's say it's something that you had and it was a conflict that you saw in your schedule and it wasn't there. Um, and I guess maybe it was one that the office. Uh, maybe maybe it was not entirely your fault. Maybe the office did schedule you too close. And I love what you're saying about trying to get it the same day, Stacey. I think people are, uh, you know, a lot more accommodating. You're you're getting it there. But um, if in general, when you have to reschedule, what are you guys saying? You know, to in order to, um, and what's your success rate on getting those appointments rescheduled? Anybody else? And can I lose you guys? Okay. Go, go Maria ahead. Kelly. Hey, Maria. Hi. So for the most part, I don't really reschedule. Um, on occasion, um, I, just like Stacy, it's more like the customer is rescheduling me um, for whatever reason. Um, but when I try to reschedule, I mean, if something comes up because another appointment showed up and you know, I was double booked or, you know, I'm on the other side of town and I'm not going to get there in time. So I will, for the most part, I will try to reschedule when I'm rescheduling. So like um, for whatever reason, something came up and I'm not going to be able to make it. 
can we reschedule, you know, is there a day next week that's better for you and sorry for the inconvenience or, you know, so if you handle it right when you can, um, it's great. But a lot of times, and, and you do, you will lose people when they reschedule and we'll, we'll call back and then you don't get them again. But yeah. again, you just try to keep it as professional as you can and, um, you know, be as honest. I mean, something ended up coming up. I got stuck at, a, you know, another appointment and I'm, you know, sorry for the delay, you know. Be real. Yeah. So I, I think that especially in, in, you know, with house leads, this, this really is only an issue when it comes to house leads because a lot of times people are calling from, you know, from Google or a home advisor or, you know, the, in there, just like they used to do with yellow pages, you know, they would call two or three different companies to have them come out, and and I, you know, they've got it set. I mean, they've got busy lives, and you've got the opportunity to get in there, and and you are going to their home and their schedule, and and you know, it is a little different than a doctor. I mean, that is that is true. It's it's a little different than, but. Um, but so we, we can take control of it and communicate, but the truth is we are going to lose some of them if we have to reschedule. And I think that sometimes, um, you know, this goes back to what we talked about and what we have talked about many times. It's, it, it's not our story. You know, if this is the profession we have chosen, the job we have chosen, then as much as possible, we do need to try and accommodate when the customers are available you know, accommodate what, what their schedules are. Um, and, you know, I think you have to be willing to adjust that a little bit too. I think it really makes a difference when you are showing that you're willing to inconvenience yourself to accommodate their schedule. You know, what comes to mind, Jen, is one of the first appointments you and I had um, when we went out, and it was an evening appointment way a long time away from, or uh, way far away from, our territories. Do you remember that one? The guy had his Harley in his living room. Yeah, he had a Harley in his <laughs> yeah, window. He pulled, yeah, he pulled, he pulled, in the wintertime, he pulled his Harley into the house. Yeah. He had his window, like, Yeah, but, but when we got there, they were just getting ready to, they had just had like Chinese food or something delivered and were just getting ready to eat. And, and you know, instead of um, you know, insisting that we go in and do this appointment really fast. We we gave him, you know, 45 minutes or an hour to finish eating, went and killed some time, drove around the airport a little bit, and and went back and, and you know, on, on their schedule. I mean, that's one where we're already there, you know, and but we, it, it comes to mind because I'm thinking, you know, it is important to remember that this is their home they're, they have busy lives, and and we, as much as we're able, need to try and accommodate their schedules, you know, and and, and not reschedule these things. It really is. I know we don't want to give up those opportunities, but it really is in the best interest of the customer sometimes, if you can't do it, to not change the time, but to have one of your other teammates run it. So, and hopefully you trust your your teammates to be able to do that. You know, at least to give the customer the option, give them that option, you know, to have somebody else come out um, and and do it at that time. Uh, you know, hopefully you have a good enough relationship with the people that you work with that you guys could, you know, could do those favors for each other. Maybe you split it up or, or you know, trade them up or something like that. You know, um, I don't know if you guys 
ever have that type of thing um, with each other. But uh, thoughts on Kelly, that? that was something we often did was, um, I know, like uh, Wes, John, and I, when, you know, if we couldn't make a, usually it was, like you said, the house appointments. If we couldn't make it, um, or just to, it happened to be a house appointment that was in their area, then, yeah, we'd call up and say, hey, do you mind running this? And, you know, we worked out the details later. Yeah. Because it's about the customer and for working as a team, you know, it's about serving them and, and kind of helping them. And I, the, the bottom line here, you guys, and I'm sure most of you realize this, is that we, if you look at your schedule and you find that you, you are rescheduling a lot of appointments um, because it doesn't fit into your schedule, my suggestion to you is that you take a look at what you're doing first and foremost, okay? Are you updating your calendar? Are you communicating with the office? Are you, um, you know, making sure that they are aware? And are you putting the customer first and making sure, you know, do you look at this job as, as you know, you doing a favor for them by coming out or, or you as, as your job being to serve them, to help them, to um, to help accommodate them, you know, is are you there to serve them, or or is it all about what your schedule is? You know, do some self self analysis. And look, if you have, um, you know, if you're doing those things, you're updating your calendar, and, and all is good, then um, then we, you know, and the office is still double booking you, or booking them too close, or not accommodating your schedule, you know, not paying attention to that. That's a different issue. But it then gives you the ammunition to go to your management and say, hey, I need some help here. I'm trying to be professional about this. I need some help if they're getting these these coming in. And then, again, one of the other solutions, create your own business. Go out there and make your own leads. That's, that's going to help eliminate a lot of the scheduling issues as well. Um, final thoughts before we, we uh, log off on this. Anybody have any final thoughts? Okay, then with that, I will, uh, I think that's that's good for today then. So thanks everybody. I hope everybody's safe and, um, and uh, we will talk to you next week, if not before. So thank you everybody. Thanks. Thank you.